0: Welcome to the Tulsa Music Stream, and now, your hosts, Scott, Janna, and Nine. You wanted the dirt on Tulsa, you got it.
1: Hey guys, welcome to Tulsa Music Stream. Uh, this is episode 80, and we'll be joined tonight with Martin Anderson, bass player for Lita Ford. He's also worked with uh, Lynch Mob, uh, Stillheart, and also one of my favorites, Lizzie Borden. Um, please make sure you share on YouTube, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're also, on, of course, on Facebook. Twitter, and Twitch, and we're also on podcast platforms such as Spotify, Our Heart, Amazon, and um, you know,
2: Apple Podcasts, Podcasts, iTunes,
1: all that, yeah, Google, and anyway, so welcome, it's episode 80, we are finally at 80, 20 away from the big 100, and we can't wait.
2: Congrats that's that's a cool deal this
1: is my co-host Jana Jana squires right here
2: hello good evening to you guys we're gonna put up this rad fan chat screen that we're so pumped about while we wait for martin anderson to get here good evening denise Dossing. it's good to hear from you we appreciate you being here tonight thanks guys for helping us share the stream just like scott said we've got a lot of cool things to talk to martin anderson about if you guys don't know much about him he he definitely has quite the resume and has done a lot of cool things. Not everybody has gotten to play the Vakken Air Festival in front of 35,000 people. So we'll be talking about that as well as many more things. As always, if you guys have any questions or comments you want to submit in the, in the chat, uh, this is your chance to be part of the stream and get involved. Jason Fritz, good evening to you as well. We appreciate you guys What's being up, here. Jason? Man, it's such a such a good good time to have with you yeah. guys talking about rock and roll. Yep,
1: and as well, we are also on um, TikTok. We got put a little TikToks up there, and of course Instagram, and of course we also put up our little shorts on YouTube. So just trying to make our all of our platforms fun and and uh, viewable and um, definitely join, follow, do all that good stuff on all of our platforms and look us up. And always, as always, join us when we do our live streams. For
2: sure, and I want to say shout out to Angel Wynn. Good evening to you. Elizabeth Talcott, good evening. It's good to see both of you in here. The numbers are starting to add up. That's good. People are coming in at the top of the hour. We always go on a little bit early just to kind of uh, give some buffer time for the guests to arrive and also get to talk to you guys. We do have some really cool stuff coming up. Uh, I want to put up what we have coming up later this week while we wait for uh, Martin... Right, there it is right there. Okay, so later, uh, actually, yeah, yeah, that's right, Friday. This Friday, May 19th at 8 p.m. Central, we're going to talk to Ronnie Elkins of Kicks, and that's going to be amazing because we're going to talk about those guys getting ready to uh, call it a day on their career. We'll have a lot to talk about with Ronnie. Then uh, just a few days after that, Tuesday, May 23rd at 7 p.m. Central, we have Josh Todd of Bug Cherry. That's going to be amazing conversation with him to talk about his band and what all they have going on and then we've got uh, two more lined up after that monday june 12th at 7 p.m central mick Sweeta, formerly of the bullet boys will be on with us and then monday june twenty we're going to be talking to lisa jackson who is a booking agent and clint switzer a podcaster we're going to talk about all things music business and podcast business related that evening it's going to be a really fun time good conversation we're going to learn a lot that night I'm gonna go back to our uh, fan chat. Let's let's see who's checking yeah. in with us.
1: I'm you know very much looking forward to Friday, uh, May 19th with uh, the Kix interview yeah. because as always, Kix is kid tested, mother approved.
2: <laughs> For sure, it is. We've got to say hey to our girl Teresa Weber. Sup, girl? Hey, Michael Chabala down in Texas. How you doing? We love you and your family. Sending love to you guys down there. It's good to see you guys. And, we, and it's, uh, it's just now the top of the hour. We are waiting for Martin's arrival. But um, like we said, guys, just feel free to help us share the stream. If you have not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, we really do ask that you go over to YouTube. Just look up Tulsa Music Stream and hit subscribe and hit the little notification bell on there
1: and even if you want to after the show you can download it onto a thumb drive and maybe mail it to some of your friends some of your (laughs) some of your pen pals
2: man that's really going above and beyond if you guys do that put it on a thumb drive (laughs) to
1: to, to your to your pen pals
2: oh do do people still have pen pals well you know i don't think so not
1: everyone is up up to speed with the well, technology
2: most of them are i think by we're sending
1: up. them a thumb drive it's kind of you know beating fight you know beating the purpose i guess
2: we have a really great viewer comment from from denise in here scott just to laugh before martin comes on elena texted me during m3 mind you she was way out on the lawn she said omg Lita's bass player looks like rat
1: <laughs> folta <laughs>
2: That's pretty great. Okay, Mark Fulton, not like a rat, but like Mark Fulton, rat. Gotcha. I had to do a double take on that. It's like, well, that's kind of mean, but okay, now I get the joke. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So, Scott, tell us a little bit about, and yes, we did confirm with Martin's publicist earlier he is coming on, so if we don't see him here in a couple minutes, I'll drop her an email. We're perfecting our stretching skills on these uh, episodes that test our wind ability you know
1: my weekend was just full of disaster basically you know i i thought i lost my in-ears uh which are you know what you use for your uh monitors in-ear monitors monitors. and so i had to reorder order a pair which you know they're not cheap they're around four or five hundred dollars and of course when we're you know loading in or loading up to to load in for our saturday show i find them and there they are and I'm like shit and and they came in the night before so I I don't know I opened up the box and everything I I don't know if I'm going to return it or just use it for a backup I don't
2: think anybody wants your in-ear well you didn't stick those in your ears yet did you? no
1: and um, and then my pull pump went to shit so after our 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 gig I, we came home about three in the morning after three in the morning and the thing was just high oh here he is blaring and we had i had to turn that thing off it's been sitting but finally got it fixed today out 750 bucks yeah so,
2: nah. S- sorry to hear that so we'll, we'll we're getting martin on screen now he is connecting cool uh, i see him he is connected to audio hi martin can you hear us okay
0: I can, yes. Can you hear me? Absolutely.
2: Yeah. I'm going to put you on our screen right now. Let me find you. There you are. All right. How are you doing this evening?
0: I'm good. I'm actually I'm here rocking out.
2: Man, I, you know what, bud? I got to tell you something. We We have had some musicians on here that are doing what you're doing right now. Some of them we can hear the audio and some of them can't. And this really... I mean, I hear you, but as far as your bass, so we started doing some research on why can't we hear these guys' guitars and basses, and apparently it's some kind of Zoom setting on your end. I don't want you to worry about it now, but unfortunately... Oh, I
0: how, how do I do that? <laughs> it's, it's
2: something to do with, like, you're supposed to hit something that allows original audio. I I can't remember how you do that, but basically we catch like a, a little glimpse of your bass but not the full run of what you're playing so that kind of sucks but yeah check that oh, that's out a sh- After, that's yeah. A yeah i know i know yeah
1: we, we actually tested it in the other room and i got on her guitar and everything <laughs> yeah. and it's like yeah it works but yes yeah, like a, an original um, audio yeah on your end because we had bruce kulik on and he had his guitar and it was such a shame that we couldn't hear him and he was yeah, anyway. We thought
2: it was stupid us screwing something up, but apparently the, the person doing the playing has to enable original audio on their end in order for that stuff to come through. Because there's some kind of noise suppression that yeah, kick, right, right, right. kicks I'm in. I am
0: trying to figure out where, where that would be under, but maybe it's under the account settings on, when you log in or something.
2: I, I think so. I think it is. Nevertheless, we're still going to have an amazing interview with you. Feel free to play because who knows? It might come start. On. You
0: can't stop me. Uh- <laughs> That's
2: great. Well, yeah. let's let's get into this, man. So, you guys, you've you've had a busy, or you're going to have a busy uh, schedule coming up with Lita, and I know you guys just played M3. I'm going to put the tour dates up on the screen. Um, yeah, Let's see. There's yeah. A M3... more,
0: there's a lot more coming, I think. Oh, so, I mean, really? Is, is, is that the latest one? Or? It's the one I pulled off your
2: website. What I wanted to specifically ask you about was how M3 was, because we know that's always such a great time and the fans love it so much. How was that for you guys this year? Oh,
0: yeah. It was awesome. It was great. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I played there maybe three times or something. Um, yeah. Uh, maybe twice before. I played there with Steelheart and I played there with Borden, I think. But yeah, it's always it's always great. We're off to Sweden Rock next, and that's a really amazing festival too.
2: That must just feel like go obviously like going home for you. I was gonna ask you about that here in a little bit. How special is it to go back home and play in front of your home people?
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, I got a lot of family and relatives and everybody's coming and stuff. It's gonna be awesome. It is always a blast and it's one of the best festivals in the world. It truly is. I don't know if you guys ever been, but no. it's so organized and. You know, everybody's just there to have a good time and rock out, and and like you could see Slayer on one stage and the next band up is Journey, and everybody's all freaking love it. You know, man, that's incredible. That is
1: cool. And there's there's yeah. all you know, always great musicians coming out of Sweden. Yeah,
2: no You know,
1: yeah. even like Mickey D. I, I believe he's from Sweden. Um, he sure is. Yeah. And a- Andy LaRock, a guitar player for yeah. King Diamond.
0: Man, that's Almost killing yeah, Of course. I mean,
1: Ghosts was, from Sweden too, I believe. Ghosts
0: oh. from Sweden, yeah. Meshoga and all those guys and In Flames and all those guys, you know?
1: Yeah. Are you still playing or you got ESP? What you got there?
0: Yeah, this is uh that's actually why I brought this on. This is the first I think interview that I've done. This is uh, it's a Martin Anderson prototype bass. This oh. is uh, vinyl. This is, I mean, this is all uh, painted in, you know, paint, you know, this is not a sticker. People could think, oh, it's a sticker. And I kind of stole this idea from Steve Harris because he's personalized base. He has his, uh, might be his soccer team logo. I don't remember, but it has something, Steve Harris. I'm like, wow. That's a really cool, I don't know if you could see it, but yes. yeah, very cool. Got, got, got my two flags on there and shit, you know. That's so, um, killer. So I took, I took, uh, inspiration from, um, Anything from a P bass to jazz bass to some Rickenbacker and uh, some Billy Sheehan stuff. Uh, you know, it has a two outputs, so you have one low end and then one just a regular P type bass if you want. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it has some cool stuff to it, and uh, it's a it's a it's modeled sort of after a P type bass body, which is kind of cool. But it's well, I kind of have small hands, kind yeah. sort of <laughs> gotta yeah, yeah. So uh, feel free to joke. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so no seriously uh, but uh so anyway it's a jazz neck so it's not as as heavy as as a full you know uh, p base so,
2: so you, uh, that's a prototype but are do you feel like eventually will will those be out on the market it's for- up
0: to you know i has my initials here and i got little scallops frets here just nice. to you know, be able to get it
2: oh that's great You yeah. know, can't get
0: that, but you know so yeah it's, it's really cool and Got the, the Marcio Relentless pickups in it and a uh, soap so bar here and a regular P base type pickup. So, uh, as of right now, this is one out of one. This is all there is at this point. But, okay. Uh, is, but do, I, do, you, do you sleep with it? <laughs> <laughs> Close to it. you know. <laughs> I, mean, I, I got some stuff. I mean, I don't know if you can see, but yeah. There's, yeah, there's yeah go for it. So, you know so there's there's some cool stuff There's the 78 tender bass that i just picked up and Oof. this is uh you know this is the martin anderson eighth string model that that yeah. was uh, at one point and, uh, yeah, so there's some cool stuff
2: here, you know. That's oh, fine. that's cool.
1: We, a lot
0: of toys.
2: We were going to definitely be getting into gear talk with you at at some point. I want to circle back to that after a while, and I want to ask you specifically about that eight string. We'll, we'll definitely get into it. Let's let's loop back real quick. Let's talk about about the Lita gig. So you've been with her for about a year now, and I'm, I'm just curious, Like, did you know that call was coming, or when it came, was it a total shock that, that they were calling to offer you the gig? What was that
0: like? Um, it, it, I didn't see that coming, to be honest with you, and it was actually one year this last Saturday, so we, 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 we celebrate that a little bit on, on, the, on the tour, awesome. uh, on the show, we, we played um, in Detroit or Michigan or whatever. Yeah. And it was a one-year one anniversary. Um, no, I had no clue that it was coming. I was with Steelheart, and uh, I was fully content being with those guys, and I love those guys dearly. Um, the problem that I had was that at the time we didn't play enough. Yeah, um, it wasn't enough shows, and uh, so when this gig came, I, this offer came came in, I. Um, I I really thought about it for quite a while because I'm like, it's one of those things. Why jump off a perfectly functioning airplane? Because sure, I didn't know. I mean, the leader and the and the crew could have been complete assholes. Who knows, right? Right, right. You know, I mean, you know, we'd be super hard to work for, and God knows what. You know, I'm just saying, it could have been either. You know, sure. And uh, so it was a little bit of leap of faith, and uh, I'll tell you why. It's one of those. I learned from my mistakes because. Uh, back in the day, when I was with Lizzie, I, I got some inquiries about bands wanting to, you know, hey, are you available? And I was like, you know what, I'm fine with Lizzie here, and you know, we're talking. I'm like, uh, I'll, I'll leave that for the book. But let's just say it was some big, big names. But and it's like, are you interested in coming in and doing an audition? This and this and this and. This and and I was like, ah, I feel like you know I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm making decent money here with Lizzie, and you know right. all that stuff, you know. So I, I didn't really jump on those situations. And the, and this time I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take a leap of faith and hope that these guys are and, and girl in this case, but mm-hmm. and, the, and the crew and everybody are awesome, and we're going to have a good time. And uh, so, um, and, and the funny part is that I didn't do an audition. Wow. You, go, do you want the gig or not and you kind of thing you know wow <laughs> so many words and so i said yes and which <laughs> is kind of weird right you, you should go down and you, sure. go, you know you want to jam you know see how you, you know personalities you know and everything but it wasn't like this so i basically quit steel hard on a premise that you know this would all work out
2: oh wow And
0: mm. knocked on wood it did and i didn't and luckily we we grew together both as people and as musicians you know yeah yeah so you know that's kind of where that came from and and it's a little leap of fate but yeah, absolutely I'm really happy i did it and that's it's 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 all good you know now was
1: has as was lita already working on her new album when you uh, came on board
0: the and- album is done it was actually it, 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 it has been done for i don't know how long but um is she i i think at this point they're just trying to find how to go about to release it to be honest like is it going to be a, a label that's doing it or what label and things like that so
2: okay
1: did you have any uh participate in the recordings of that at all or not no at
0: all. unfortunately not it was it, it's already by the time i came in it was just being mastered and all that stuff so wow. wow yeah so so, so what I do you heard some stuff i heard some stuff and it's freaking amazing cool she sounded really good on it and you know and i i hope they figure out you know uh, you know that's by my pay grade, but I hope they figure out a you know a good a good label, a good home for it, and someone that's actually willing to put some you know money into promotion and stuff you know
2: sure it seems like Frontiers is really getting behind a lot of the artists of this genre, mm-hmm. you know maybe maybe that I mean we'll see how that plays out, but I'm sure it will play out great so then kind of on the back side of that story, you get the call, you take your leap of faith. How tough was it to break it to the steelheart guys that you were leaving? Was that pretty emotional for you
0: well. It, it was actually, I because I, they've been treating me good, and I'm really close with the guys, right? They're, I'm like, you know, and I and I had talked to both Mike and, and drummer and and Joe Pesci, the guitar player, um, you know, two days before or something before I called Millie, and um, I just said, hey, I got this offer. I just wanted to drop it, you know, here's my version of the story in case it went sideways or something, right? Uh, F and martin he took off and he's doing all this stuff so i told him my story and i said i got this offer and it's really good and um i mean lita's super cool i mean i'm selling she's letting me sell my merch my own wow. personal merch you oh, that's know, really cool at, 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 at the merch shop and everything you know it's like all this kind of cool stuff you know i got pimping myself here but you know it's like all there you go
1: and, yeah yeah and,
0: absolutely um, dude um, So anyway, so she's really cool with that. She's she's like, yeah, yeah, just go ahead, you know. So you know, it was it was a lot of other incentives in in addition to you know. uh, So she's very cool about it. So and to answer your question, yeah, it was a tough call. Yeah, you know, I was like, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, I I like working with those guys, and they're 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 really good friends of mine. So of course, anytime you. Break up with someone, anybody, relationship or otherwise. So well, it's always a tough thing because there's always one that sort of gains yeah. and one that sort of loses. And I, you know, I, I told him I would finish up the shows and everything, right? Which I did, you That's know. Cool. So it wasn't like I just bailed on them in the middle of a road tour or something on the road on the tour or something, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I totally yeah. get we it. We actually, uh, I met you uh, when you played here in Tulsa. I don't remember. We had a conversation. And and that wasn't you know at that time you you weren't going anywhere at that point but we did talk about Lizzie Borden's new new album that oh he
0: right, right right I do remember that now yeah yeah,
1: yeah. And, wow. and 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 you, you we I guess you guys play, you played at the we opened up for you actually and we were on the other stage me and her and she plays guitar and I, I sing oh
0: that's awesome yeah and,
1: and it was still hard and we went out there and rocked out with you guys after our set and oh, and, and uh, got to talk to you. And, uh, I believe that was at, uh, Joe safari's yeah. water, water, parking. Parking.
0: Right, right, I remember that
1: I got to pet a tiger that day. Yeah, <laughs> ah, that's right. Yeah. It's a good day. Yeah. Good day. Uh-huh. And anyway so uh you know we talked about uh, midnight things um album it just came out or something and, and you weren't involved with that and we kind of talked about that and at that point i was like what kind of direction was lizzie going in at that point because it was just kind of so different than what uh appointment was and which is a brilliant album and I, I love your playing on that and i saw i saw you guys at rocklahoma with lizzie borden uh in 2009 and that was a kick-ass show and i think chris sanders was on guitar uh and we met ira black too we did he's a cool guy yeah we opened up with ira black and and he was just telling us that night that he was working on the appointment uh for death or whatever album and and that was when we heard the news that he was in lizzie borden so it's such a small circle because we had we had lita on like in one of our first episodes uh of national acts and 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 then of course we had nikki stringfield who's married to your guitar player and
0: lita so <laughs> yeah pretty cool. it's Definitely. a small little circus you know we all run in you know for sure so, uh, it's uh yeah it's funny sometimes i have to pinch myself a little bit you know you get a text from billy sheehan and there's a guy that i had on my wall when i grew up right so it's crazy i'm like what what am i doing in this club you know yeah Yeah. well let's
2: let's go back to your origins because um you know as as scott said i play guitar and i must admit i was a little bit hurt when i found out you turned in your guitar for your bass just two weeks after having a guitar is that is that true? Yeah, and true. Okay, but, so what what pulled you away from the guitar to the bass? What was the intrigue I, there?
0: I, I didn't feel it. You know, I'm one of those guys that go a lot on energy. I still do, and it's just it, connections and energy like that. And and I just didn't. I still play guitar. I still cool. write songs on guitar. I'm just. I wasn't a shredder like that on the guitar. And, sure. And 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 then I saw. I at one point I had seen Gene Simmons. I remember this, and I told this in the interviews before, but. I saw uh, some video with Gene Simmons and he looked so cool. He was like the demon and he was spitting blood and doing all the stuff. And, you know, you know, and I was like, I want to play the bass. That's so cool. You know? (laughs) So, um, but Lizzie never let me spit blood or anything. He's like, I'm the only one spitting blood. So yeah. That's pretty cool.
1: So you would have joined right in with the theatrics with Lizzie then.
0: Yeah, I, I probably would have, but you know,
1: well, you know, had they had not the, uh, what was it uh joe joey's uh i guess his now wife right was kind of one of the the girls that would get up there and he'd bite her neck or whatever you know yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and it's such a small little things so, i mean back in the day when i first joined he he used to have a real axe you know and oh. it was like a real full axe you know and he used to throw this around and we were just crazy you know The thing would fly like two inches from me you know <laughs> wow stage and shit sometimes you drop it and they fly up in the air and it would land like right next to me and shit you know what i mean like weird that's, stuff that's like crazy that. so it's
1: lizzie crazy. lizzie was uh your first major act that uh band that you joined how how did you get in contact with those guys i mean it's such a big production you know and, and I, don't, I guess i you know you guys all live in l.a so how did you meet up with yeah, those guys? I, I
0: was, um, I was dating at the time. This girl named Kim Nilsson. She's actually a bass player too. She played in a band at the time called Phantom blue okay. and, uh, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, um, she, uh, they were signed to Geffen and, uh, they, she was friends with, um, with Joey and Lizzie and they had asked her, do you know any bass players? And then she goes, yeah, I'm actually dating this guy. who just came from Sweden. Um, Oh, would you be interested or whatever and, and I, I remember i couldn't i flaked on my first audition because i couldn't get a ride i just had come to l.a I, you know barely spoke english didn't know anything <laughs> and um they, they gave me another chance and I, I went down and did an audition or something like that if i remember correctly yeah, i wonder if... and then after two weeks later i was on the road now
1: was alex in the band when he when he joined
0: yeah, yeah. it was alex me joey and and it was four P's only. So, actually, I take that back. Corey did the first run with us. Corey, Corey, James, and and the long guitar player at the time. And uh, so we were five-piece. Um... And, you know and that's how it all got started
2: and you guys certainly endured some some tragedy in that band having uh, two different guitar players both killed in car accidents is what I read talk yeah, a little bit a, about
0: yeah, it, it's a weird Alex was such a special guy Cory yeah. I wasn't that close with but we we're always friendly but yeah. Alex uh, you know he was always he's one of those guys you call it to in the morning he'll pick you up from wherever he is and you know, he is a huge loss for me personally. You know, Corey, we, we did one tour together and then, you know, he, he quit. And I, I never really, you know, ran into him a couple of times over the years. But, um yeah, they they, they kind of joked about that for a second there. You know, not that it's a joking matter, but, you know, right. that it's, it's like they the spinal tap of, of, of the music with the guitar players, you know, like they, they got the move, they got drummers, right. And Spinal right. Tap, Right. You know, so it's just, uh, we gone through, we went through a lot of guitar players, uh, in, in Lizzie, but you know, Lizzie always had a good knack for finding great players, again, yes. especially guitar players. I mean, he, he got Joe Holmes who ended up going with Helford and, and Dave yeah. Roth and you no, know, not Helford, but and anyway, uh, Mike Davis played bass and he went to Helford and, uh, Dario. Dario Lorena, of course, which yeah. actually I found I found Dario actually. So I have to take credit for that one. But... <laughs> good job, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, you know, someone recommended me to this guy in Vegas, da da at the time he's really good. He played with Jane Lane when he was like fourteen. I was like, Oh, cool, you know, check him out. And, you know, yeah. and I, I called him up and and then of course Lizzie is the one that made the hiring part, but you know, so but um and the same with Ira, it was kind of a friend of a friend, but you know, Lizzie obviously you know, as far as seeing someone plays like, yep, that's the guy, you
1: know. Isn't it, so. isn't it interesting on how certain guys like Ronnie James Dio, for example, Ozzy, for example, you know, there's yeah. always King Diamond, for example, all these guys, these front men just have a knack of finding great guitar talent. And, and Lizzie is for sure one mm-hmm. of those guys. Cause I, I've been a fan, you know, from, from love you to pieces, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Murderous Murderous Roadshow, all that good stuff, man. I, I loved all that stuff. I bought it when I was young, and just loved it because I'm a big Kiss fan, and, and I just I love the theatrical mm-hmm. side of uh, rock and roll, you know, Alice Cooper stuff. But he always had amazing guitar players, even from the beginning and, and to now. And, yeah. and and you're right. I mean, he's had a really good knack for that.
2: You know, yeah. you t- and you talking about lose, losing your, you know, your your friend Alex. I'm curious, you know how you always hear stories about how when Cliff Burton died and then the Metallica guys brought Jason in and and it just they hazed the crap out of him. I'm not I'm not implying that. Did you guys haze Ira? But when he came in, were were the, did you find yourself dealing with some feelings of, man, I wish my buddy was still here or was it was it pretty instantaneous connection?
0: Yeah, Ira is a strong personality, as you know. Yeah, (laughs) he's kind of got that Zach Wild as as thought to it, and at the time, and he probably doesn't mind me talking about it. But he was drinking. You know, we didn't really know it at the time, but he was pretty heavy partying at that time, and you know, he was drink, he would drink, and and uh, you know, it's big, you know, kind of a big dude, you know. So, uh, I don't, I don't know if anybody really hastened Ira in
2: that profession. But <laughs> right, right. But
0: the fact is Alex passed and it was quite a long, it was, there was a stretch there okay. where, um, where, where, you know, the band kind of broke up and everything, you know? So it wasn't like we just, you know, got out on I mean, it, it was a couple of years, I believe. You yeah.
2: Know? Yeah.
0: You know, so, um, gave you some time to
2: process that a little bit yeah
0: plus the fact with that with Alex he had um he had more or less he had moved he moved he bought a house in Palm Springs and he got married and and, and stuff like that so he kind of stepped away a little bit from the music mm-hmm so we, we in your, in your mind it was already you know and then unfortunately he passed away and you know nobody really knows or someone probably knows but we still don't know exactly what happened you know mm.
2: uh,
0: other than what, you know, so. Um, very anyways. unfortunate. Yeah, very it's unfortunate. Unfortunately, he's such a talented guy. But, you know, so it was already that a little bit of a loss that Alex is kind of retiring. He's not going to do this that much. And we don't know if he's going to even do the next tour. And, yeah, you know, that kind of thing. So it, it, it was, just, it, by the time we were ready, it was a smooth process.
2: You know? you
1: know, speaking of great guitar players, you know, you've had all these guys that you've played with but you've also played with George Lynch and we had him on a couple of shows ago. And, um, what was it, how did you meet up with George? And, uh, I guess you were in the band for quite a while Why I guess maybe doing seven work. years, yeah. seven
0: years. I did seven years with him. It was a little back and forth a little bit, but, um, yeah, I was, I had done some, uh, potentially met with some side, side projects with, um, this other singer and I'm not going to go into details about it, but it, it, the singer has said, yeah, you know, I'm, you know, Lynch had, was sort of regrouping and put together a new band and, and the singer guy, he goes, yeah, you know, I know this guy, Swedish bass player is really good. And George is like, all right, bring him in, I guess, you know? <laughs> and, uh, so I went in and jammed and this and this and that, and we kind of hit it off. And, uh, the other the singer guy at the time got thrown out. <laughs> George didn't end up liking the guy, mm. so and you know and the singer's kind of looking at me like, "All right, we're leaving because I brought you in." And I'm like, oh, "I just got the gig with George Lynch <laughs> and Lynch, while I'm not going anywhere." Right? <laughs>
2: absolutely.
0: So that's kind of how it went. So it we didn't work out with that singer, but you know, I guess he brought a bass player into the band, and that's how I got the gig. Really. And, so. Uh,
2: so our impression of George when we talked to him, you know, I he he's pretty dry and he has a pretty dry sense of humor and you, you know uh, you're, you're sitting there just hoping that he doesn't hate you. What what, <laughs> what, what was your first impression of George? Was he was he an intimidating character to you or did you guys hit uh, you it know,
0: off? Really, I mean, I'm just you know I have learned and everybody's like, oh well, what makes you be able to play with George and this and this and that. Well, you're such a good player. I'm like, you know what yeah, I'm a decent player, but you know, I show up on time. Right. I know the songs I'm in tune. I'm not a problem with these guys, you sure. know what I mean? Like, you know, it's so it, it, reliability and, and, and things like that is, is huge too. In yeah. this business, someone you're hanging out with on the tour bus, 23 hours out a day, you know, you're on stage for an hour or two maybe, but so there's so many different aspects to, to, to keeping or getting a good job, you know, in the right. business. But, you know, of course, he's a little intimidating, but, you know, I, (laughs) you know, I'm just, if you stick to the sort of the honest truth of who you are and what you are as a player, then either it's going to really work out or it's going to go shit down the drain and that's how it's going to work, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, were
1: you, were you the one that was, uh, had the connection to get him to play
0: on the appointment album? Yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah. That was me. Um, i called him up and said hey george come on come on down and do the solo and he's like oh okay you know so um (laughs) it's a great solo too it took a lot it is. like an hour maybe you know george he's just plugged in and he's okay yeah sounds good all right see you guys you know so i mean it's really a good album that appointment with death album it's It's an amazing album and we co-wrote that all of us i mean i co-wrote like six seven songs on that and and, you know some appointment uh, tomorrow never comes that's all four of us we wrote that i wrote joey myself and lizzie Mm. Uh, you know a lot of those and you can totally hear it you know because there's riffs there's melodies and there's all this cool stuff you know yeah so you, you know you can tell that that's coming from guitar players and you know what i mean like uh, so it's not just a singer that's doing like bar chords, you know, and stuff yeah. like that. You know? right. There's nothing wrong with that, but, you know, it just, you know, you, you can tell there's riffage going on, you know, and so it's a really good album. But, yeah, no, I had a lot of fun playing with George. He, he was in a really good place at that time because he met Danica, and it's, it's now his wife, but exactly at the t- same time that I joined, and you know how people are when they when they first meet someone. You're in love like crazy, oh, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, You know, so he was in a really good place that's during good. that time, and um, you know, and um, doing so, dances
1: at rehearsals,
0: right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just like, you know,
2: you benefited <laughs> so, from that. That's that's a good thing. Let's yeah, sh- yeah. Let's shift gears a minute for those of us who will never get to experience this and please tell me if I'm mispronouncing this, but what is it like to play in front of 35,000 people at the Valken Open Air Festival?
0: Yeah, there's been a few of those over the years and some of them being even more than 35, but it it is crazy. I mean, every show, the energy is just, it's different. I mean, if you play in a club and it's, you know, 300 people and it's jam-packed to the rafters, that's a amazing thing too it's just sure. a different type of show you know you, you see their faces and but you know when you play those big festivals it's just i mean you just see a, a sea of people you really don't see faces mm-hmm. you know? You know but it is it is an amazing feeling, don't get me wrong, but you like you you you'd run out on stage and you and I've said this in interviews before, but you put your arm up and fifteen thousand people will do it, right yeah, yeah, that's a pretty amazing feeling and, and it's almost like a religious experience in, yeah. in some way because it's like
2: right then,
0: you know and um it's like okay, this is the moment that I've been practicing for my entire life. Right. Certainly eight hours a day, sitting at home, learning songs and, you know, out there trying to get gigs and everything. This is the moment, you know, like, and you got, you want to live in the present for that. You know, you really want to take, don't worry about tomorrow's show. Don't worry about, you know, right. just take it in for that's my advice to everybody. It's like, because it's over quickly you know oh, yeah. sure yeah it, i mean yeah, that shows goes fast and you don't know if it's going to be like that again or not but you yeah. know it's, it's, yeah so it's it's amazing though it's a it's a incredible you know
1: for us fans you know we didn't have this technology when we were young growing up listening to all you guys but now today you know we can't go overseas to to the Bang Your Head Festival, which was an amazing thing, but you can get on YouTube and you can see all these vo- videos, you know, uploaded to it, and we can see the, the excitement of the crowd and and you know, you guys played Bang Your Head Festival before Quiet Riot did, and that's pretty cool. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Lizzie was an interesting phenomena as far as a band. We did really well in a lot of the. Well, obviously the German market was really well because you know it's kind of a power metal, especially the early stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, we did very well in a lot of, um, I'm not gonna say third world countries, but you know maybe like at the time Czechoslovakia, Hungary, you know, uh, you know, Hungary, and, and, and you know stuff like that, you know, you, you know. We went to Russia and you know a lot of those places, which was really cool, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and and everybody has their market, you know, like it's still hard. I mean, Millie's like a god in freaking South America, right? I mean, South America, South Korea, South America, wow. South Korea, you, yeah. know? you know, you go to, you fly over to South Korea and he, he'll he play, you know, 40, 50,000 seater and being the headliner, it's still hard, you know? That's crazy. Yeah. So, right. and, you know, 300 people waiting for him at the airport, you know, Man. It's like, you know, and, and you know. And I used to say you're like the David Hasselhoff of South Korea, you know. <laughs> wow. So, it's so true.
2: I mean, you, you don't you don't realize his, the level of his popularity until you kind of start researching and then you realize how because when we had we had him on the show too. Yeah. And, and he
1: remember he he released that song yes. where he was on in so many different languages yes. and and I uh, believe yeah. he released that one. One in yeah, South Korea. The guy
2: is is huge. Um, shifting gears one more time. Thinking back on on kind of the earlier years, all the bands you guys toured with: Deep Purple, King's X, Dio, Ingvae, Wasp, Motorhead, more. What of maybe one of the one or two of those tours really sticks out as just being maybe one of your favorites? And and who treated you guys maybe the the best out of all the guys you toured with?
0: Well. It it is interesting. Uh, It's it's funny. I never really thought about specifically that, but I do know the Ingve tour was, that was, it was weird because it was jam packed to the rafters when we did the Ingve tour. But in North Carolina or South Carolina, my base take got shot. I don't know if you remember this. Oh, wow. Outside the tour bus, he got robbed. He was out smoking a cigarette Mm. and uh, I had called him up as a Swedish guy. And I said, Hey, we're doing this run. Do you want to be, you want to tech for me? And he's like, yeah, 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 absolutely. So you know, he you know he came out from Sweden just to do this tech, this tour with us. And of course, then you know, and the guy ended up being shot three times outside our bus. So you know, once through the each leg and one through the stomach. And he ran, shot three times, with the three bullets all the way into the hotel lobby where he collapsed and and we were on like CNN and all kinds of, I mean, it was a wow. big mess, you know, and then in Sweden, of course, it was like the headlines. And oh. of course they put my picture on there. It <laughs> said Swedish rock band, you know, American rock band, you know, man shot. And so my mom is going, you know, to the freaking supermarket. Oh, There's a freaking picture of yeah. headlines. So, no, well, the headlines. Probably because the
1: fans were saying, you know, it, it was Martin yeah. Anderson's space yeah. tech yeah. and all and they're and hearing is like, Martin. It, yeah.
0: Yeah, and there was like a little picture like this of of the of him, you know. Oh man! And it's like a big picture, you know. Anyway, so um so that was like there's so sort of, they're all different, and that was one that was emotionally that very there that sticks out a lot, you know. As far as you know, but That's you know amazing. he survived and he's he's all right today and everything, but. I think it took him a long time to get back, both mentally and physically. I mean, he gets shot three times, you know.
2: That's crazy.
0: So, hey, do,
2: do you have a do you have a, a friendship with Doug Pinnick?
0: Uh, we're friendly, but I don't really know him other than when I see him outside. The, you know, I yeah. pick his brain sometimes on on base gear. You know, how would you not? You got. Mighty Doug Pinnick, you, know? so, <laughs> right. you know, right? so you know, I, I, I'm I'm kind of the fanboy in some ways still. You know, it's like, hey, what strings do you use? And you know, so and wasn't
2: yeah. he one of the guys that kind of turned you on to eight string basses, or were you already all over those before yeah, that?
0: No, no, he was. I mean, he usually used twelve strings, yeah. um, and and I thought, and I I bought a twelve string, um, and I really loved his sound and everything. But then, um, that's funny, that's the base right here, actually. That's, yeah, that's, let, that's let's come back one. to you. Yeah. No, 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 no it's all good. We'll talk about Doug anytime. Um, and, um and, and being on the road, and there's a lot of throw-and-goes, throw and what we call throw-and-goes, a lot of festivals, in and out quickly. And to change 12 strings, and to tune it, and make sure they're all in tune, <laughs> takes a lot of work, you know, yeah. especially sometimes when you do the you a know, fly-in, and this and this and this. So I'm like, you know what? I still want the kind of the effect and the sound of this, but I don't want a 12. And so I I went down to eight because it's, it's, it's a little bit more manageable. Uh, And so that's why I, I, I kind of found my own little niche there, you know?
2: Do you primarily record with the eight string as opposed to play it live?
0: No, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I do, but with Lizzie, he really loved the eight string. yeah, Yeah. So with Lizzie, I used it a lot. And then Mm. with George Lynch, I did, you know, some songs with it because and, and I don't know if you know, if you have time to hear about all the, you know, but the setup I used to put, I used to have one amp that's kind of clean bass, right? And then yes. I would have one with the distortion a little bit. Right. So it almost sounds, with an eighth string, it almost sounds like you've got another guitar going on in the background. Ex- you know?
2: Exactly.
0: Wow. So for George, sometimes it's, it, it worked out really well. Um, but, you know, and then a later tour with the different songs and, you know, he kind of wanted the old P bass kind of sound. So I brought out some vintage stuff for that, mm-hmm. uh, and and the same thing with the with the Lita situation. It it wasn't recorded that way, and it's you know and um, so you know there's I don't play that much, sure, eight string anymore. But is it
2: a lot heavier than a four string?
0: This particular, yeah, it is a little bit heavier, just the, the way that they're made. At least the ones that I made, like this one right here. Yeah, uh, this one right here is, uh one of the ESPs original prototypes, wow. and, and to be honest with you, it actually sounds and uh, weighs a lot more than what they actually made convention model lot of. It. So it actually really? sounds a lot better. Yeah, I don't wow. know why maybe they yeah. tried a different type of material or maybe they just it's too costly. I don't I don't know, but sure. so it's 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 cool though. But yeah it gets really heavy too
1: you know <laughs> do you, do you, cool. do you find uh re- when you record do you you know use a pick more for you know for a cleaner sound or do you st- do you just do fingers all the time
0: no i mean i i use both it's, it's just whatever the situation calls for but i'm ultimately a, a little bit more of a pick player myself so yeah. it just it's just the way i am and you know people give me shit about it sometimes but you know it's just like you do both I, though uh, yeah, I do both, but mostly I, I do, you know, with beat on stuff, I just do mostly uh, pick, you know, but sure. if you, you know, if was an I- issue, then of course, oh, I don't want you to play the pick, you know, it's like, I feel like t- cutting through a little bit more and it yeah. just, it just get, gets, gets through in the music a little bit more. Um,
1: I, I always learned, that I always played live uh, with my fingers, but then the studio, it, it just, it always seemed to get a better sound when I used a pick. And it would would drive me crazy too, because you know I'd be (laughs) so you know used to my fingers, and then get in the studio, and the guitar player guy or whoever's producing it or whatever would always tell me, "Try a pick on this part, you know, and get a better sound. You know, it sounds more cleaner, less clunky."
0: Stuck stuck playing with that pick forever, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, it's all good. I mean, it's just whatever the situation calls for. And, uh, you know, I just, I practice with both, but, you know, I, I usually use pick a little bit more, to be honest with you, but, you know, just, just it's just me, you know, it's just, sure. you know, Steve, I used to always talk about these things, like find what you're good at and just go for it a thousand yep. times, you know, sure. don't, 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 don't try to get hooked up on what you're, you know, what, you, what you're not good at and what you're lacking and this and this. You know, and it's, of course, it's always better to improve on things. But overall, you know, if there's something you're really, really good at, like, I'm a good, what I consider a good hard rock, heavy metal bass player, right? I'm not a good funky, you know, that kind of bass player. I don't, you know, I can fake my way through it, right? I mean, the same thing with jazz or I can fake my way, you know, but I'm not a jazz bass player, you know, I can play, you know, I can fake my way through an upright and stuff. i'm like you know what i'm a good hard rock rock bass player and i'm just going to do that and go freaking crazy doing that so you've obviously
2: been very successful with that there is one other thing i want to ask you about that i think is so cool that you're a part of this and maybe for those who don't understand or know what this is you can explain the concept but you're from class from classical to rock program, which I believe you've been part of since 2016. Will you explain to our viewers what that is, what the concept is and, and uh, your involvement in that?
0: Absolutely. No, I'm, I'm one of the co-fo- co-founders of that. I, um, we, we well, I started, uh, I'm trying to, it's not an easy way to do this. It's not a short way, but, um, we, we found out there's a lot of school programs that were music programs that were cut in schools. And, um, so we you know we, we you know I, I knew some people that uh classical people and we always said we should work together on something and da. da, da. and then we found out there's they were cutting school programs all over the area here and we we're like well we should do like a benefit show or something to you know pay for this music teacher mm-hmm. and i um, was like oh that's a good idea so we did a you know we made a bunch of calls to people and we got chester bennington and we got you know the stone temple pilot guys and mm-hmm. everything and which was amazing and we just did a quick show and it made fifty thousand dollars for the school you know wow. and that's how it got started we're like hey i think we're on to something you know so we kind of just kept going with that and and um it's been put on hold a little bit um because obviously we, we had shows lined up in china and all kinds of stuff and this yeah. and uh, covid hit of course and, and everything but we're, we're gonna do some more shows and it's a it's a, it's a, it's a great organization that's you know I'm proud to work with Utah and it's you know benefiting music education in public schools and um, you know we want to we want to start expanding on that and give out some grants and stuff like that to mm-hmm. inspire you know inspiring musicians as we you know uh, as we move along and and just kind of take it a step further and uh, sort of give back a little bit and
2: what a and, worthy cause, man. That's just, that's well, just. We just have
0: so much fun doing it, you know. Yeah. And just, everybody's been so receptive to it, you know. Yeah, I mean, I get to rock out with Johnny Resnick and then freaking, you know, Nancy Wilson from Art and all those guys, you know, in, yeah. in. For the sake of giving back to the community, how can you not feel like a total win-win, you know?
2: Absolutely. So. And, and, you know, I've heard you make previous comments where you talk about how, you know, you feel that learning music really helps students with math. I'll take it one further. Not only does it does it help with your brain, it honestly helps with your soul and your heart. Because speaking personally, I feel like learning music at the age of 12 it actually kept me out of a lot of trouble. You know, oh, I, I know people always think, oh, you musicians, you, you you, guys, you're just crazy and you party. And, you know, maybe maybe that's the case for some. But for me, all I wanted to do was play my guitar. And so I just practiced for hours. So props to you for pushing that, you know, helping the youth learn music. It's so important.
0: Well, I, you know, that was me too. You know, a lot of my friends, they either end up doing drugs and stuff like that. And, you know, I always say this in interviews and I'm like, can you imagine how many Michael Jordans type players there are in Chicago, but right. they never get the opportunity because of, you know, they get into crime or drugs or whatever it may be, right? And yes. there's not, or that families don't have money because it is costly, you know? Yes. Uh, for, for sports or music or anything these days are very costly. So, you know, they they don't have the money or the, or the resources to do that. And, and I, I was lucky because that's one thing in Sweden. They have a lot of after-school programs that yeah. are free. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in my school, my high school, there was two rehearsal studios in the basement that the government paid for, mm. or the school system, or however you want to do it. And you would just go down and put your name down, and we didn't know what the hell we were doing. But hey, we weren't out there smoking and drinking and doing drugs. Right. We were in there trying to figure out how to play our instruments, you know? Certainly. Right? So, uh, you know, that's one of the things that I, you know, we always kind of try to keep, keep pushing for some after school programs and stuff. Yeah, it's like wonderful. That
1: stuff. And, and so, you're, you're always involved with, um, you know, doing clinics at, you know, uh, like Nam and, and everything. You know, you set up your booths and, and, you know, you got your equipment and all your gear. You, you do that quite a bit, don't you? Did a lot of clinics. I, I have
0: been, yeah. No, it's it's just fun to me. I'm just a, such a nerd when it comes to all that stuff. I love talking gear and, you know, I, you know. So I, I, I just feel that if I can help someone, and uh, you know you know because I love doing it it's not like someone's forcing me so but if I can if I can like you know inspire other people to do you know music and stuff then frick I got I was gifted a really good gift or I worked my ass off whatever you want to put it yeah to to get where I am today and I feel like hey well you know I can give back you know I want to give back
2: absolutely Oh, yeah. Hey, Martin, you're wearing something that has me really excited. I see that you have a Los Angeles Kings hockey jersey on. I do. And, I, and, and I'm totally stoked to find out you are a hockey fan. And yeah. bef- before we let you go this evening, you have to tell us the story about, Scott was just telling me about it. You actually, I don't know if you did play-by-play or color commentary for, an, is it for an LA Kings game one time? What was yeah. that like, man? Yeah,
0: no, that was a dream come true, man. It was funny because- <laughs> Um, you see my smile right now, but yeah, it's one of the things. I'm a huge hockey fan. And unfortunately, the Kings didn't go as far as any of us would have wanted to do this year. Right. But, uh, but yes. Yeah, so, um, and one of the commentator guys, one of the guys working for the Kings, he's a big. Uh, he at the time he's a big uh, rock fan in general. Like he liked Steelheart and all this other stuff. And and I had posted a bunch of hockey stuff. And he goes, "Hey, how about you come down in between periods and do a little interview?" And I was like yes i can i would love to do that (laughs) so um so i went down and i i said and then they asked me they go do you want to stay for the third period Mm. and i said uh, yes I do <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up being and I, I was I'm pretty knowledgeable I, you know I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to that so I know all the players and I know sure. like even development who, who they got in the minors and who's coming up and who's you know wow. so I, I think they found that pretty fascinating so I ended up staying the whole third period and and, um, and uh, that was kind of a dream come through to sit in the you know broadcast That's amazing. And then watched the game, and I was like, "Wow, you could really see the, the whole oh, Yeah. So did they yeah, win? Think, yeah, they did win. Actually. See, you go. you're good I luck, luck charm. A Maybe. yeah so I, they, 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 did, they did yeah I, I
2: gotta <laughs> tell you my my brief hockey history so I got into hockey in the 90s and the the guy that introduced me to it was a big Red Wings fan. you got to understand this was back in the day of like Steve Iserman and Sergey oh. Fedorov and the Russian five and yeah, oh they were s-
0: playing Colorado and stuff oh my oh God oh my God brutal. It was insane.
2: <laughs> Have you seen that documentary yet with uh, Darren oh. McCarty and and Claude Lemieux?
0: no send it to me you send
2: have me got to, to watch to it. it it is it amazing out. oh it's so great but yeah
1: it, the whole the whole documentary is, is amazing <laughs> it's incredible. It, it goes through all the whole rivalry of everything Yeah, it's really yeah. great footage in it so who you got, your
0: team, you're, you're a detroit fan then? well yeah
2: is? it's weird i live in oklahoma but i i am a red wings oh. fan and boy we we have not been too good lately so uh, who you got taking the cup this year
0: Yeah, it's it's a rebuild for you guys too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm very confused about the cup this year because, uh, you know, certain games they're like six nothing, and then they flip flop, and the next game is like six nothing. I'm like, what happened? You know? Right. So, you know. I'm 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 watching Florida and I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know, Florida might be they're really good this year and they weren't even supposed to be in here. And the teams that were supposed to be, you know, quote unquote on paper, we're talking Bruin, Boston Bruins, we're talking Rangers, we're talking all those teams that, you know, yes. they're going to take the cup. None of them aren't even left. So I, uh, I know. I'm, we I'm really freaking confused. It yeah. is crazy. <laughs>
2: we have some big Bruins fans that are friends of ours and they were just devastated. I think Florida is the one that knocked them out. We probably yeah. just lost all the music fans, but I don't care because I wanted to talk hockey with you. I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's
0: all good, you know.
1: <laughs> I, I and, wanna uh, know before we let you go, um, your experience at Rocklahoma two thousand nine. That uh, was a great performance. Um I loved I loved the whole the whole show. Um, but did you get to hang out much um, after that and, and take it in?
0: Uh, we we parted pretty heavily that, on that show. I remember <laughs> that, and, and we did hang with a lot of bands and a lot of you know. It's it's kind of funny. It's a small family. Everybody kind of knows each other and, and uh, on some level. And but yeah, the, I, I believe that was a, a lot of fun. I'm trying to remember, but I, I mean, I, I remember the backstage area and, and how what it looked like and everything um but yeah we we always had a lot of fun with lizzie i mean we were sponsored by jägermeister for god's sake for a while oh, there. we had a jägermeister freaking uh, uh on tap in the tour bus you know?
2: Ooh. And, you, know, <laughs> you know
0: i don't i don't really drink that much anymore or anything you know I have a glass of wine or beer here and there but you know sure. it's like but uh or fine little whiskey or something but you know at that time oh my god you, you walk on the bus and you just you know, you know it's like uh <laughs> So, but yeah, we, we, we always managed to have fun in the Rocklahoma. I would love to go back and play Rocklahoma with, um, with Lena. I don't know. We have I don't think we got an offer for that.
2: Well, I, that surprises me. You you probably will because one of the sponsors of this show he actually sponsors one of the stages out there, and and your this genre is kind of his his wheelhouse for what he brings. And he in. loves
0: Lita. And he's, he loves Lita. He's booked her yeah, numerous times. You know, I, I know. You know, if we get an offer, we will be there. You know, that's you know. So I don't know. You know, I can if he's interested, I'd be happy to give you the agent's number and, and see if there's something in the works. You know, because sure. We'd love to do it. Yeah,
2: we'd love to see you back there for sure. And let me just put up your – I know it's a little hard for people to read on the screen, but if you guys go to LitaFordOnline.com, you can see all the upcoming uh, Lita Ford tour dates that you can see Martin and the whole band on. Uh, You've got a busy schedule lined up. We really thank you so much for taking time for us tonight and being on the show with us. We appreciate you being so cool to to talk to. Thanks for your time. Oh,
0: anytime, you know. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff in the making, and then I'll, I'll come cool. on and talk about that perhaps later at the later moment. But let's do cool that. Stuff. Yeah, but uh, yeah, check out Lita Ford online and and my side too. I got a brand new site that's being launched. Uh, I think uh, next week so it's going to have all the tour dates on there too and everything what's that website going to be uh, it's a martin.cc it's just m-a-r-t-e-n dot c-c no dot com or anything it's one of those new domain names
2: you know it's um, funny I've been trying to go to that website for the last no, few days
0: just, that's why it's down it's we're getting a brand new site put up so Got you know, you. it's going to come up next week so okay it, it, someone hacked it somehow uh, you know somehow and it, it just crashed the whole site so dang we, we're rebuilding a whole new site. It's going to be really cool. People can buy my merch and stuff on there, and all okay. the good stuff. Martin's so it's going to be really good. Cool. Yeah. Are, so,
1: are you more of a Twitter guy, Facebook? What's your uh, social media of choice?
0: Um, I'm 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 on all of them. You know, it's Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, freaking Facebook, and you know, so right. you know, I'm not like hugely active, but you know, I have someone that helps me out on it and stuff too. Right. So.
1: Right on well this was an amazing uh interview and yes. I'm, I'm glad we f- we finally got you on we've been trying to get you for, I don't know, about six months now. Chase so out. We,
0: Sorry, just, I just figure you know, let's yeah. go come on when there's something real to promote. But we have a, do have a lot of tour dates and, you know, sure. there's a lot of cool stuff in the works. Absolutely.
1: So. And we wish you nothing but the best yes. on the road and um, hope you ha- don't have much downtime other than <laughs> more touring and, and getting getting your name out there and right. and building your brand. And that's what it's all about. And, and so, right. you know, it. If you can, uh, we will sh- uh, send you a link to a YouTube link or whatever, or a Facebook oh, link to yeah. our, our interview. And hopefully you can maybe post it on some of, of your social media.
2: Yeah, of course.
0: We'll awesome. Yeah.
2: You're uh, a good guy, Martin. Thank you so thank much. You have guys. a, have a great night. We'll talk to you soon.
0: Yeah. I'll talk soon. Bye. All, guys. Right. All right. See yeah. you later. Take care. Bye Thanks. Bye-bye.
2: Nice guy.
1: Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. I learned a lot. I don't know about you guys. I did not
2: know about the guy getting shot. Did you know that I, I story? I did not know that. Holy crap, man! Rock and roll's dangerous, y'all. I man. tell you, it's a it's a wild world. Hey, I think it's time for some fan chat.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Let
2: me let you me know, find it.
1: When I when I uh, talked to him at the Safari Joe's, you know, we we discussed uh, Lizzie Borden's at that time uh, newer album. Uh, my midnight things. And, and he, you know, did a lot of programming. He just, Lizzie just kind of did a lot of it himself, drum programming, you know, everything. (laughs) And he didn't get to play on it. And I was like, you know, was that, was that what caused you to, you know, go to still hard or, you know, things like that. And he didn't understand the the, the direction that they were going at at that point himself. Okay. But you know, it'd be what's funny is that on wikipedia it still shows him as the current bass player
2: (laughs) yeah well you know wikipedia is not not a good source that's why i was desperately trying to go to his official website and it would try to load it would just kind of sit there and i mean there i think there was one time when i actually got something to pull up and i got excited and then i clicked on something else and it just sent me back into the spinning wheel of death so there was nothing there i hate going to wikipedia for information but sometimes it's necessary but
1: it has to be a just a very cool um experience to to pl- not only play with lita and, and yeah. the talent that she has you know herself but you know she, he's playing gets to do you know bass play bass with one of the one of the greatest drummers in rock I'm and that's you. bobby rock yeah you know he, he played in vinnie Vincent and nelson and and what a great drummer that guy
2: is much about him i kind of i we should have we should have asked him i think we'll get martin back when he's got more to more to promote he's obviously a very cool guy uh let's go to the chat here todd autry tms forever thank you my friend we we certainly hope so uh let's see larry worley this is super cool thank you buddy laura bachette hell yeah hockey Denise says, LOL, you do have hockey fans in here. Thank God, because I didn't want to lose you guys, but I had to ask him. Melanie Hall, he may be the coolest guy ever. Benjamin Cutler, great interview. Angel Wynn, amazing interview. Terry Fleming, great interview. TMS, keep up the amazing work. Don Hosterman, I missed it, but I'll watch later. You better, young lady.
1: You know, what's what's cool is when you see... Uh, the chat room kind of quiet but you know people are still watching yeah. and you're like you're wondering you know are people tuned out oh, but, but then after the interview they all you know great like interview in, yeah. it, it, to me it's like they're they're less worried about chatting in the chat room and, and paying attention to the interview, which to yeah. me is super cool. That's
2: what they should be doing, because I'm telling you what, man, we are getting just some of the most quality people on this program. Um, I didn't know much about Martin, and I, I've been learning over the last several days about him. When I found out about that program he does from Classical to Rock, I was so impressed because, you know, he here's a guy who has really just got the world by the tail he's made a career out of his music and now he's giving back to his community yeah. that's so great man
1: you know when, when i you know, met, you know called him over and he was breaking down his bass stuff there at uh safari joe's he immediately came down and 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 started talking to me while he was breaking stuff wow. down and then he uh, you know came down and took a picture with me which mm-hmm. i should have gave it to you and we could have put it up that's okay and uh no it's not okay <laughs> I should have not Stop
2: known. screwing up.
1: And and, um but you know he he to me he seemed like a guy that would um you know do that probably for anyone that you know I think so too. wanted to talk to him. He seems like he takes the time to talk to you know his fans and and music fans in general, and you know. It's all about your brand. It's all about getting your name out there, no matter what mm-hmm. level you're at. You know, you always want to stay in tune with your with fans and and, yeah. and new fans and and get them on board. And you know, he he has a base to sell or you know yeah a product and his name, a website, and all the his music endeavors. Yeah. You know. It's all. It's all the game.
2: You guys be watching for that website, Martin. It's M A R T E N dot C C. He said that'll be up in a few days. Very good guy. He, guys like him and Norman Voss, they just get it. They know that they need to make that that personal connection with their fans. That's what people remember, and they'll stick with you for life if you if you actually act like a real human being and treat them like a real human being. Because yeah. I'm telling you guys what what we're doing here, what we do in our band. It reduces to nothing without you people. So you guys are everything. Let's go back to the chat. Benjamin Cutler wanted to hear everything. Need more bass player interviews. We're working on it, but we have a lot.
1: Actually, we, we do. We, we have we, Rachel Bolan. Yeah. Billy Sheehan. That's true. We've had Rudy Sarzo. Yeah. We've had a lot of bass players. We had uh, we, Jeff Jeff Pilson. Yeah. Um, tons. Uh, Doug Pinnock,
2: yeah, there's a lot on there. A lot.
1: We have a lot. Just check out our check out our replays. Our, our replays and and our uh, all of our uh, past interviews on YouTube, um, Facebook. We have they're all there. You need to see our past episodes and and go through them. You know, like we this is episode eighty, so we've had a lot of different musicians. Yeah, yeah. We have yet had to have a keyboard player though. We have we'll no, never never had a too. keyboard player.
2: We'll work on that. We'll work. Now Denise. Or, you just broke my heart when you said, and you didn't even get to talk about his cat. I am so sad that I didn't even know he had one because you know me, and I would have asked him about the cat. Is the cat's name Milo? Is that Melanie Hall is saying we want to see Milo? Dag Nabbit! I can't believe I missed that one. I didn't know, or I would have asked. Uh, uh, Don Freeman says David Bryan from Bon Jovi do it. I was at, that was the name I was getting ready to say, so. We'll get right on that one
1: yeah thanks a lot benjamin uh for joining us yes in this episode in the chat room very cool cool. uh make sure you follow our page and and of course subscribe to our youtube channel that always helps we are actually less than 40 subscribers (laughs) on youtube to till we get to 500 which i think would be great yeah so
2: we we need to get those subscriptions up to 500 that's our halfway mark to the thousand person mark and that that is the goal uh we certainly need to mention our sponsors i want to put this up um you want your branding done right you're going to go to shipmanphotos.com check out those beautiful pictures they took of our band rocket science and of josie scott's saliva check those out if you guys need some new pictures for your band your business you need new headshots maybe your kiddos need some some cool uh senior portraits done of course we know That'll probably come rolling around next year. Well, I don't know when senior portraits get taken. But anyway, the point of the story is hit up shipmanphotos.com if you want some amazing pictures. Uh, they will hook you up. Okie PC, Dustin Little, thank you for your never ending support of Tulsa Music Stream. If you have any IT needs at all, call 918 640 0892. Email Dustin at com for your IT or computer repair needs. Doug Burgess, DEB Concerts. Thank you for supporting Tulsa Music Stream. Check out his stage at Rocklahoma, the D N B Processing Stage, out there at the Roadhouse. It's gonna be a rockin' time, as always. Todd Cook at Identity Merch. Do you guys need uh, t-shirts printed up? Well, then go to Identity Merch. You can find them on Facebook. Just do a Google search for his phone number. Go to Identity Merch for any screen printing needs you have, and he will hook you up. You can also get Tulsa Music Stream merch on our facebook page if you click in the top left corner you'll see our website it'll take you to the link to get these shirts or a hoodie i just ordered some new hoodies for myself because i'm wearing my black one out. so cool psychomo Filmworks. you guys need a video for your band or something else he's the guy that did our intro check him out at psychomo at gmail.com real quick let's recap what's coming up this friday may 19th at 8 p.m central Ronnie Youngkins of Kicks will be on with us. Ten ten. Ten ten. Coming on Tuesday, May twenty third at seven p.m. Central. Josh Todd of Buck Cherry. Monday, June twelfth, seven p.m. Central. Mick at
0: Smooth X- out, yeah.
2: Dan, <laughs> don't do that to me now. You can't leave me hanging. And ahead. then
1: Monday, June twenty sixth at seven p.m. Central. Who do we
2: have that night, Scott?
1: We're have we're, well, we're going to have a publicist named Lisa Jackson. Yeah. She's a booking agent as well yeah. uh, and former maybe um, but she's gonna she's out of from las vegas and she mm-hmm. did a lot of uh worked with a lot of uh, clients out there a lot of musicians did a lot of booking for a lot of things out there in las vegas mm-hmm. and so we'll get to hear from the front line The the you
2: know yeah i i'm smiling because i just read doug weber new rule you can't discuss both cats and hockey in one single interview doug read between the lines buddy yeah <laughs> get guys whatever the hell
1: we want right but also uh clint Switz, uh, switzer will be on there with us switzer
2: um, it's switzer let switzer. me put that back is up that right okay yeah there he is I, I don't have lisa's picture yet that's why clint's getting all the pub on that one yeah i can't wait to talk to that dude because he is a, a really cool podcaster and a nice guy too
1: mm-hmm. he does a lot of cool interviews he just did one of a uh, uh richie faulkner from judas priest yeah. and he's he's done many many interviews so yeah. it'd be cool to pick his brain and maybe learn some things on on how he how he does his podcast and and he's also of course on spotify and and facebook and all that stuff so check him yeah. out
2: how to not suck with on clint the road switzer. with clint switzer right switzer like barry
1: barry switzer
2: barry switzer
1: Anyway, anyway, let's go back uh, to the chat room. I, I love that. Uh,
2: I do room. too. It's hard to sign off when we have people in here. Larry Worley, seriously glad I came across you guys. Larry, we're glad we came across you too. It's nice to have you in here with us hanging out. I think I, I read Doug's already. I think that's the last comment we have, which probably means it's time for us to go. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway. Well,
1: thank you guys. Each and every one of you. We love you, you so much for Thanks. tuning in to Tulsa Music Stream. This is episode 80 And we are 20 away to the big 100 and we are less than 40 subscribers on YouTube. So hit that YouTube subscribe button and follow that Facebook page and join us for the next 20. And then we're going to hit our big 100.
2: He's not lying. I hit the wrong scene, but now it's about to be the right scene. I said, see you too soon. Oh, cool. But now it's really time to see you. Have a great week. We'll be back here Friday with... Ronnie of Kicks. (laughs) Have a great week. See you guys. Bye.